Welcome back to Brunch and Slay. I'm your host, Amira Sane, and this week we have a real uh, treat. We have Miss Tiffany Washington join us, who is not only a professional speaker, she is an author, and she is a success coach. And so I'm definitely wanting to uh, dive in and talking to her, and I'm excited to have her because I don't know if you're like me, but if you are in your timeline, you probably have tons of coaches and and then ads that you're seeing on Instagram and Facebook, and I've never had a coach. So I was really curious about them. I wanted to know what they do, how they help. Now, mind you, I've been looking for one, but I, I've i tried out, I'm not going to lie, I've tried out a couple uh, in the beginning, and I just couldn't find anybody who I felt like was telling me anything I couldn't find on Google or webinars. So I know Tiffany is definitely blazing trails and has created a nice little niche for herself. And so I definitely thought she'd be a great person to ask all the questions that I have and you guys probably have about coaches and, you know, her, she's a different kind kind of coach. So she's not a lifestyle coach. She's a success coach. So I definitely can't wait to dive in. But first, of course, I want to get to know her. And I want to thank you guys again for subscribing, all of you who are subscribing and for sharing a Brunch and Slave podcast with your friends and for your reviews. So obviously I'm growing, I'm changing, I'm learning every week. I'm learning with each interview. I'm getting my a little bit more confident uh, every week. So definitely just keep that in mind. Don't don't beat me or kill me with your review, but I'd love to hear some podcasts positive feedback and some ways of improvement. I'm all in. If you really have a list of improvements, feel free to email those to me at info at brunchandslay.com. And remember, uh, just because it's virtual doesn't mean I don't have feelings. So (laughs) without any further ado, I want to welcome to the show, Miss Tiffany Washington. Hello, Tiffany. Hello, Amira. How are you doing today? (laughs) I am doing fantastically fabulous. I love that. Uh, and, and, you know, I got, I've been listening to Outcast here lately. My husband's been trying to teach our daughter uh, some old school hip hop. So I'm like stuck in a time warp right now. So well, I'm doing what? fantastically That's well. That's perfectly okay. Because, you know, I really feel like the old school music is where it's at. So that's definitely a plus that your daughter's learning that. Yes, yes. She's obsessed. But, you know, I, of course, you know, I, I'm a proud mama. So I can talk about her any day. But today is all about you, ma'am. So I know you probably heard the intro and uh, me talking about coaching, and we're definitely going to dive into that. But first, I want the audience to get an opportunity to learn a little bit more about Miss Tiffany. I met Tiffany, this is so random. Uh, I met her a while back at a networking event, and you guys probably hear me say that a lot because I go, I was going to a lot of them at the time. <laughs> And obviously they pay off. So yeah, Uh, I met Tiffany months and months ago. Fast forward, life happens, things are going on. We wind up speaking on a panel together. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, I know this lady from somewhere. Where do I know this woman from? And we start talking and I'm like, wait a minute, we have met. And I placed where I met her at. And she's like, yes, that was me. So I'm like, okay, obviously we were supposed to meet. I still have her card, actually. Uh, it's, it's in my stack of potential speakers because I definitely keep them in rotation. So I'm so glad we connected. So Tiffany, I know a little bit about your background. So, But can you please share with the audience, uh, who is Tiffany Washington? 
Well, thank you so much for that delightful story. It definitely was a blessing for us both to meet, in my opinion, because we've been able to connect on multiple levels. But a little bit about me. I am, as you stated, a success coach, and I help women in particular to navigate through the choppy waters of career. And I also help women inside of their businesses. So new and first year business owners, I also help them to achieve the greatness that's within them. And I do that through the coaching piece that I have. And I have live events here in Houston, Texas, and I'm looking to expand that beyond Houston, Texas, to where we just really get down to the meat of how you want to live out your life. What type of freedoms do you want to have? And how can I help you to get there? So that's essentially what I do. I love to see women win, um, women winning at work, which is really just my platform and the theme and my mantra, how can we win at work and how can we win at life? So that is what I'm really into as I create my own path on this journey called life. No, I love it. And you just kind of touched on something. And I'm so glad you said it because uh, a while back I had a money coach mm-hmm. on and she talked about that, how there are different levels to coaching. Like you should not be with the same coach that you had last year. I mean, had two years ago, you should be progressing. You should be at the next level of that person or that coach unless they're progressing too. So you said that you like, first of all, let me back up because my mind just started gushing with questions when you started talking. So number one, you said you helped women. Can I ask why you targeted women? Like, what was it about you? What was it that made you attracted to really wanting to help women in business? Well, the main reason is because all of my, the the influential people in my life were mainly women. Uh, So that's one. And then two, when I was at work, what I experienced was a lot of turmoil from women. I never had issues with men, but I found myself having some difficulty with women. And particularly when I started leadership in my career at the time, I used to be in education. And so experiencing that bit of workplace bullying from a woman, I decided that I always wanted to choose community over conflict. And that was going to start with women. So I felt like my calling came through that tumultuous time that I was experiencing Mm -hmm. and I wanted to make sure that I was able to mend relationships and even in my leadership uh, because I used to be an assistant principal and during my time as a principal one of the things that I noticed when I was helping my team and my department all of the issues were between women (laughs) so I really wanted to help others to navigate through those difficult times both inside of the workplace and beyond and just in general just as a woman who are we and what do we stand for and how can we do it together Hmm. you know I'm I, I definitely am grateful for your honesty but of course that's troubling to me because I just don't get it yeah. I don't get um I mean, I'm thankful that you found a space and you made something great out of a, a not so great situation. But I'm just wondering, why is it? Is it just because we react differently as women? Is it because guys like I literally and I've said this before to people in my past life before starting Brunch and Slay, I was in upper management. I was the only woman um, and not only only black woman, but just the only woman, period. And I would be at the table and I would recognize a lot of times I would be extremely 
really irritated or aggravated by things that my colleagues would do or say um, or just take me for granted. Uh, And I literally started asking myself before I reacted, how would a guy react to this situation? And it helped me so much in my career. Hmm. Um, And that was because I realized I wasn't sitting at the table with a bunch of women. So I couldn't speak my typical language, I guess, so to speak, that I would normally speak. Maybe I would let somebody know if they offended me, but a guy would think that was totally female. Like, why is she even saying anything? No big deal. Let it roll off your back. And when I took that perspective, I definitely say it helped me get in promotions and helped me moving up in my career because I realized sometimes you just need to take a minute and not speak, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and I'm just wondering, like, why is it is it just because we t- speak totally different languages? Like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Is that what, what it is? What have you learned? Please tell me, school me. You know what? I really think that part of it is that women do speak a bit of a different language than men and women just communicate differently naturally. However, I also think a part of it has to do a lot with ego. And when we're not able to push our ego to the side to be able to see the larger picture, then that's when we get in trouble. And we all have different personalities as far as women are concerned. You know, you have your type A personalities and and so on and so forth. But you have to be able to check that so that you can listen for understanding and so that you can communicate effectively. And what helps, especially inside of the workplace is to know the type of communication style that the people around you uh, have so that you can understand that enough to know how they best communicate so so how do you find that out do you have every all your coworkers take a personality quiz like how, well, how you do know, you find out you know what that that's one of the things that we were always required to do because it was always a part of a training each year in some form or fashion you know so you have all these different uh personality tests and they're called so many different things um but you these emotional intelligence type tests help you to understand your colleagues and who you're working with with even if it's on a very basic level I think it's something that's worth exploring for any size of employment employer that's out there I think it's it's valuable to explore that so there are different people who out there who offer these assessments and like I said it's a range of them you have Myers-Briggs you have DISC you have things that we probably don't even know the names to but there are people out there who can come in and, and do the training so I do think it's worth it right so let's say your job won't pay for that yeah um so can would it benefit you like let's say it's me would it benefit me to find out what my personality is so that at least I know how to teach people how to communicate with me best or is it just a good luck find another job kind of situation no I definitely think first it starts with the with the person the individual you have to know yourself well enough to say okay these are some of the things that uh tick me off, if you will, and these Mm -hmm. are some of the things that help me to stay focused, Um, and this is the type of personality I tend to have in these situations, so it's really about understanding self so that you can communicate that, so to answer your question, yes, I do think that it's imperative that you let other people know how you work, and sometimes it's not an outright, outright explicit 
form of communication when you say these things is more so when you're in those team settings or uh, having to work with at least one other partner that you get to learn and know what makes people tick so you can't you can't have an effective working relationship without knowing that and that's my opinion but that's also my experience as well mm-hmm. yeah so okay. I think I like the way you said you know you kind of had to learn how to operate like a quote-unquote man if you will um, it seems that men don't have as much of an issue <laughs> with that as women do now they have their own set of of issues that they deal with inside of the workplace but you have to learn to let some things roll off your back and pick your battles essentially oh yeah, yeah. you definitely have to pick your battles I think for me it was just different because I was very young when I first was in that position and you're already intimidated you're wondering you know you're imposter syndrome and am I supposed to be here do I deserve the seat at the table oh and I'm the only woman oh and I'm the only woman in her 20s oh let me be quiet and when you speak up or when I would speak up from time to time depending because this was a position where I was constantly in front of a new audience so I never had um the opportunity to necessarily be in front of one particular audience it was like floating around different satellite parts of our company you know managing and training and you you get put in these situations and they're not taking you serious I literally had an employee call me a little girl oh wow um this was a female of course I hate to say of course Mm -hmm. forgive me guys but this was a female woman in her 40s at the time I was in my late 20s and that was just like you said that was a lot of ego in that Mm -hmm. um but you know, it taught me a lot, but it, the biggest thing I learned was when the one time I literally lost my cool and tried to get emo and got a little emotional just because of just just lack of not having words. The male employer, uh, who was my superior at the time, said, "Oh, I can see this is emotional for you. I'm going to give you a minute because I know how these thing- these things can be for you guys." That was when I realized, okay, Amira, never again. Can you let, you know, you just got to figure it out. And mm-hmm. so I just learned how to be quiet and I wait a couple of days and I learned their language. They do not respond to emails quickly. Mm-hmm. And if they do, it's, it's, it's almost like you, it, it's still an ego factor. It's just a different kind of ego mm-hmm. for them. I always call them pissing contests. So it's like, yeah. who has the most power? Who has the most clout? No matter not, if I had it, it was how I was going to react. You might be my subordinate, but you act like you didn't see the emails I sent you. Mm-hmm. So now how do I deal with that? Do I go tell a superior quote unquote male so that you'll listen no mm-hmm. you know I, I literally was having this conversation at dinner a few weeks ago and I'm like when I was in that position the only way they heard me was if I dropped a few F-bombs Wow. if I didn't drop F-bombs they did not take me serious or if I didn't change my get very colorful with my language mm-hmm. uh, they just didn't get it yeah. and that's where I work that's, 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 that's just the truth wow and you know yeah. it's so amazing hearing the range of perspective on that um, because one thing that I think we have to remember as women is that we still we have to walk in our own own goddess like nature, if you will. <laughs> well, you and do not want to walk with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. That is so oh cute. my gosh. My thing, but my thing is, you you have to own it wherever you are, and I understand because I I used to be the youngest person leading the oldest team, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I got promoted very quickly in my career at a very young age and because of that people didn't think I had the capability or the qualifications but there's a certain there's a certain finesse you have to also operate within with people in order to caress that ego so that you can get exactly what you want and what you need oh you're awesome yeah that would never work with me (laughs) you know (laughs) in that aspect and not even to shoot it down it's just like um 
I don't know. You know, now that I'm older, I probably, I definitely get what you're saying, the finessing, but at that age too. And, and, and I, I had no problem. Let me be clear. They didn't pull me out of character. Those were words I was using anyway in my personal time. So I had no problem showing them how the range of my colorful vocabulary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and that's just the truth. I'm walking in my truth. That's, that's, that's a part of it. Yeah. I have, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, once I did it in that atmosphere, it was like, oh, she is normal. And they loved it. Yeah. And they would like, you know, it was just crazy. And, and I guess that was one of those times where you just sit back and watch and you learn and you get it. And I, I didn't, and there came a time where I didn't have to use it as much. And I didn't have to. It was just like, will she do it? It was almost like hazing, I guess. You know, mm. people are trying to figure out how much they can get away with. Yeah, absolutely. People will definitely test you. So it sounds like you <laughs> passed the test with the man. I guess temporarily because <laughs> I was, you know, we're, I'm no longer with them. Yes. <laughs> Well, no more tests need to be passed. Right, right. Now it's my own test that I'm making. Right. So now for let's talk about Transformation 7. So I don't know if I mentioned the name of your company and your platform yet, but it is Transformation 7. So we know that you're a success coach and you definitely are helping women change some things. And, and you help them not only first year and year two, but you help them transition from employed by the man to self-employed. Am I correct? Yes, you are so correct. So I help emerging entrepreneurs and career professionals amplify their brand, accelerate their goals, and achieve freedom in their respective industries and personal lives. So whatever that means for you, that's what I try to help you to do. So if you want to transition out of your nine to five into your business, then we're going to help you to get clarity around that so that you can accelerate the goals that you have within that particular niche and I love it guys she just totally I love how you low-key and you slide in all the correctness she says emerging entrepreneurs I say stop working for the man I love it Finesse, I was talking about. Yes, I can see you are well polished and practiced. So I love that. So, you guys, you know, me, I am definitely uh, there. You know, this is fun time for me. So, I'm not being my normal. Absolutely. I would not do this in a meeting with a client, guys. Of course know not. Yes. You know, but you couldn't, you, you have built such an amazing brand. I couldn't see you not being polished when that was necessary. But it's also good for people to see who we are on a regular day. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm a giggle box. So yeah. I'm all about laughing. I'm all about letting her hair down. And I definitely want, you know, I'm all about making connections. And um, I definitely, I have Tiffany here. Because, like I said, I had a lot of questions about coaching. And I know I'm one of those people or was one of those people in the beginning who always thought, what do I need a coach for? You know, whatever. But as I grow, I learn. In business, there are so many areas that I know nothing about. Right. So many areas that I literally need someone to usher me to the next level in business, in different aspects of my life. It's just like a trainer. Even if you, I have all the Pinterest posts in the world. It's not the same as somebody actually showing me how to do a deadlift or whatever the positioning is that I'm trying to accomplish. So right. you might not need a coach forever and you shouldn't need a coach forever, right. but it's all for a period of time. So I love that. So someone who's just, let's just say, tell me about, I guess what, what you do as a transformation seven, I'm interested in you. I want to transition. How would you work with me? I'm working right now full time at a job that is not necessarily filling me up anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I, what, what do I, what am I getting from you? What are the offerings that are available to me to work with someone of your stature? So one of the first things I would do is if you were disinterested in your job or thinking about uh, moving on to something different, first, we need to find out why 
you know, what is the why behind why you're feeling the way you're feeling? And after we figure out that, okay, then there's the what. What do you think that you are really passionate about or what do you already know about yourself and how do you want to transition that passion into your daily efforts, into the the work that you do daily? And can that work be found inside of your nine to five? Because one of the things that people don't fully understand all of the time is that every just because you hate your job doesn't mean start your own business. Mm, and so yes just because (laughs) you hate your job that does not mean that you need to go and work for yourself and start your own business because that is not everybody's calling and Mm -hmm. what I try to get my clients to understand is that sometimes your calling is right there in front of you it's just about finding your niche within the workplace and once you find your niche you can find more happiness more job satisfaction and more fulfillment and Mm. one so that's one of the major pieces. So a lot of times when I say I help career women to stop hating their jobs, people say, oh, so you're going to help me to quit. Well, that's part of it. If, if we've come to the conclusion together that quitting is something that's in your future, then yes, I'll help you with that. But otherwise, if you need to stay in your job, then yes. And so the next step to that is after we figure out the, the why and the what, then it's the how. So if we conclude that it's time for you to transition out of your job and into your own business or into the world of entrepreneurship, then we start to figure out a game plan of how to exit your job. And what does that look like? Because you can't just turn your resignation letter in and say, deuces, I'm out. That's not (laughs) what happens, right? Uh, Right. Even though we wish that we could. (laughs) Because if you do that, sometimes you'll be wishing that you had your job back. Because planning is key. So we go through an intensive on what needs to happen, how much money you need to have saved. And also, there's a clarity piece in there about the business that you plan on starting and starting that business prior to exiting your full-time job. And so all of that has to happen before you even exit. So your exit strategy has to include business strategy as well. So all of those things happen. And then we put a timeline on on how quickly we want to accomplish these things. So some people can exit in a matter of six months. And for for others, they say, you know, I'm really trying to make my goal of having this much money in my 401k before I leave or whatever that might be. I want to have myself set up for this, uh, this level of retirement money before I exit. And so some people know, hey, I'm not even thinking about leaving my job for another three years, but I want to start now on the exit process. So that's essentially some of the things that you would expect from me as far as uh, individual one-on-one coaching is concerned. No, I love that. And you know how many times, I'm sure people ask you that all the time too now that you're an entrepreneur. How did you do it? What steps do you take? And you wind up giving away all this information and I get it. It's literally, you're telling, and every case is different. That's the thing. People think it's just this one quick formula. You just basically laid it out when you said some people might take six months some people may take three years but the thing is number one you have someone there who's your cheerleader Mm -hmm. someone who's ushering you through the process who's been there before you and who can point you in the right direction and that's what you're that's that's something to me worth paying for especially someone who's proven who's succeeded and done it on their own um i know those navigation waters are crazy out there i'm sure you run into a lot of what are some of the questions people ask you all the time as a coach when they find out you're a coach when they find out i'm a coach they say oh 
oh, you can help me. The first thing is they, you can help me quit my job. That's what I want to know. How do I quit my job? That's the uh, main question that, that I get. And then others are asking me for explicit advice on, well, what is the first thing that you did when you decided that you were going to quit? You know, so more detailed questions. And those are the things that I give away freely inside right. of my coaching piece, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just slide that right yes. on in there. Wait, wait, don't, but wait, there's more. There is more. <laughs> I mean, because one of the things that we definitely have to remember is that, you know, information is valuable. Mm-hmm. And because people want to duplicate your processes to a certain degree, then there is a level of value that you have to attach to that that is monetary. And mm-hmm. that's what people need to understand as well. But um, I hope I answered your question in what I normally get asked because everybody want to quit their job because the fact of the matter is 70%, more than 70% of people in this world have a dissatisfaction for at least one portion of their job. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to have a dissatisfaction for a portion. Yeah. That doesn't change. It doesn't change. <laughs> but you have to know how to uh, decrease those things that bug you sometimes and figure out how to increase the things that bring you joy on the job. And sometimes it's it's just as simple as that tweak, but you have to know how to find those things. And so that mm-hmm. that's a part of coaching as well. When I'm talking to people one-on-one, really getting a in-depth understanding of where they're where they are in their job and how to shift them from their current perspective because part of it is mindset as well so we Mm -hmm. do a lot of mindset work Oh, yeah. Sounds like a lot. You're going to have to do some homework if you sign up with Miss <laughs> Tiffany. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there is no sitting back on your earning, resting on your laurels. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so and you mentioned a little while ago that you had some major influences in your life. Who are the people who really impacted you the most in this journey? Well, of course, I have to start with my mom because my mom was the first example of hard work and dedication and so she gave me my work ethic and then from there I took that work ethic and and how I saw her work to achieve her goals and desires and I implemented that into my own life and as I traveled or traversed along in my career there was another woman by the name of Christy and she was my supervisor when I was a teacher and one of the most powerful things she taught me was that I needed to create my own work so that no one else could tell me what to do and that's when the light bulbs went out off for me because I don't like people telling me what to do because I feel like I'm pretty autonomous in nature anyway and after you show me how to do something I'm very good and very intuitive about seeing gaps and holes in systems and figuring out how to fill those gaps and holes and I've been successful on my work life journey because of that and so she taught me how to create my own lane so that instead of people telling me what to do they're asking me what's next and so I would say that the people that have inspired me in life as far as women are concerned are all everyday people uh, because those are the people who I'm up close with. And I've always had an affinity for people who are much older than I am because I feel like there's a lot of wisdom in their walk. And so a lot of what I take from women, they, they're probably 60 plus years old and I'm in my 30s. So I've always 
clamor towards uh, people who had a lot of life experience. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely a lot you can learn from our elders mm-hmm. for sure. Wow. So now, Miss Tiffany, I know that you wear many hats. So where can people find you? And I know besides social media, I'm just going to say it, you know, Miss Tiffany has her own show. So where can they find you on Saturday mornings? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So on Saturday mornings, you can find me at the Business Breakfast Talk Show. And I am on with my co-host, Joy Lacey, and we are on KLVL 1480 AM. And that is Synergy Radio Station. So you can listen to us on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. Or you can stream live with us on Facebook. And you can catch our Facebook Lives on our Facebook page, The Business Breakfast Talk Show. And they're there. They stay up, guys. Yes. So don't 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 be turned or questioning the 7 a.m. on a Saturday if you're sleeping. And don't worry. It'll be there when you wake up. Yes, it'll <laughs> be there when you wake up. But if you really want to be successful in your business life, you got to wake up and soar with the eagles. So just get up with us at 7 a.m. Because you know what they say. The people who have the best businesses, they get up and they accomplish more before 9 a.m then you probably will the rest of the day. So if you want to be one of those people, wake up with us. All right. And where can they find you on social media? On social media, you can find me personally for Transformation 7 at T7 by Tiffany on Facebook and on Instagram at Transformation 7. Those are my two main platforms, but you can also catch me on LinkedIn. And it's uh, link, you know, the LinkedIn slash Tiffany dash A dash Washington. All right. Yeah. So I thank you so much, Tiffany, for sharing with us. You definitely answered my questions about coaches. And I, I think folks got some insight of what they could do with a success coach and how your services can help them. Um, and I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. And of course, subscribe, share and review. And until next time, it's been real. And this is Brunch and Slay.